Oh, hey there. Paul Farvar here. I'm the host of a new podcast called Why Are You Awake? Talk to people that are up late at night. Our first episode features comedian Jim Flanagan. You can catch him at Jimmy Flan. Follow him everywhere. Follow me at at, uh, Paul Farvar on Instagram. PaulFComedy.com has all my upcoming dates. Please check it out. Please enjoy the podcast. Review, subscribe, tell your friends. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. And for those of you from the singles only days, please continue to subscribe, share, give us a review, all that good stuff. Enjoy this episode and check out our sponsors. Hey gang, as some of you know, I used to be a practicing lawyer in Chicago. I no longer practice, but from time to time, I need a lawyer. And when I need a lawyer, I call my friend Scott Shapiro. Scott Shapiro has been practicing law for over 25 years in Chicago. He does it all, from workers' compensation to personal injury, employment issues, and even entertainment law and contract needs. If you need a lawyer, call my friend Scott. 312-648-8800. That's 312-648-8800. Or you can email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Okay, so (laughs) just don't mention that this is the first episode because I don't know what order I'm going to do. Other than that, everything goes. Okay. You know it's the first thing I'm going to say now just to (laughs) fucking make you hate me. Hi, I'm Paul Fox. Episode one. (laughs) See, you're already peaking. See, you're yelling. Remember I said you were too loud? I thought you meant I was peaking. Is that that too loud, Justin? No, I'm running at the compressor. Oh. I thought you meant peaking and like you're already doing your best work. (sighs) Why are you awake? Welcome to Why Are You Awake? Paul Farvar here, your host, uh, asking the question, why are you awake? It's not a... I know the name of the podcast makes it sound like this is something about psychology or, or sleep issues, but it's not. Uh, it's a night owls thing. Uh, I'm a night owl. I always have been, even before I was a comedian. And I like to talk to people who are also in that category to see how it goes. My guest tonight is a fellow night owl, very funny comedian, one of my closest friends uh, in comedy and in real life. Uh, you might know him from <laughs> you might know him from uh, WCIU's show that he was on that he always wants as a credit when you bring him up. <laughs> And all over the country and uh, regular at all the clubs here in Chicago, Jim Flanagan. Hey, Jim. Paul, how are you? Thanks for that warmish intro. That was beautiful. I forgot the name of the show that you always liked. To, <laughs> what was it called? I don't even know. Night of the Town? I, I think that's exactly what it was. What was it called? I don't even know. Um, but why that? Why, why is that shot coming at me right it's off? It's not the... a shot. It's just a funny... I remember once... Uh, you asked me to give you that intro. I'm like, really? You want that? You <laughs> I have didn't so have many anything. better. No, I don't have, have real credits. That's the that's the illusion of Jim Flanagan. I don't have any actual credits. I think you do. I think you have a lot of credits. We're getting somewhere. We're starting to now. I just had my first one come out, as you know. Uh, Nate Bargatze. Oh, that that's one, what I should have said. That's the credit. That's okay. What's uh, Homeland, right? <laughs> exactly. Homeland with Nate Bargatze and Claire the, Danes. What's the... <laughs> no, let's go. We what's can go into of... anything else. Let's go <laughs> back to that. Congratulations. What's... On, on your new podcast. I've listened to all of them up until this point, and I can't tell you enough how much so, I, I enjoy seeing Jim, you tell here. us why you're single. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, old habits die hard. Um, what is what's the... You, you did just have a great uh, opportunity to do a show 
for Nate Bargatze. What what is the name of that? Yeah, yeah, it was called uh, Nate Land Presents the Showcase. Nate Land Presents, which I also get that it's not like it rolls off the tongue. I like Homeland, dude. That's a great. Isn't that the name of his podcast? No, it's Nate Land. Nate Land. Um, Homeland is the Claire Danes show show I referenced, which great first couple seasons if you've seen it. I never saw it. Really, you're a night owl. I thought that's what you do. You stay up and watch TV shows and movies. Is that what you do when you stay up? I don't really. I don't watch a lot of movies. I uh, I'm just out when I'm up late. Well, so so you're you're in an interesting situation similar to mine where you had a you were in the corporate world for a while. So you were working at nights, and then you'd have to work as a as a as a salesman. I did. Yes, like a, a salesman. Work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I because it's corporate world. I was in corporate. I was I was a lawyer, but same hours, crazy hours. But you were doing shows after a show. I don't know how you are, but it's hard to go to bed Man. after a show. You're still wired. You are raring to go. You're coming from a show right now. I'm coming from a show right now. Yeah, and, and there's it's different now, right? Because it's we don't have to be up in the morning the same reason every day. But the worst was like if you had a great show, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, I, like the first time I headlined Zanies on a Sunday. Or something, and it's like I got to go to work Monday. You know what I mean? Can't and go like out and party or like celebrate. Yeah, yeah, and you do a little bit anyway. Or at least I did at the time. You know, I would I would party a little bit, but then like the next day, you just have to be in the office, and you're like, "Do you have any idea who I was yesterday? <laughs> I was Are on you top of the world. Me? Yeah, for you're two hundred people. <laughs> you're mad at me for not doing my day job. And I got home. <laughs> I got to work fifteen minutes late, and I'm getting grief. Exactly. Take you and your guff. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So how did you, how did you manage that? You, you, were you just getting less sleep? Do you function on low sleep? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how now, you know what I'm saying? Like now that I don't have to do that every day, I don't know how I ever did that. I feel like I used it all up. I feel like I got like all of my good, like sleepless years out there. Do you, do you feel like you, uh, you now make up for it? Like, let's say you do four nights because I feel like now that I don't have to wake up, I've taken advantage, especially during COVID. I became more of a night owl. I started leaning into where my hours were almost flipped from normal from normal people. Yeah, yeah. And is that for me? It's like, well, I don't have to wake up anymore. I don't have court in the morning. Did you do that? Too? You did that for a while. I know. I know. Now you're trying to get back to regular to the normal schedule. I like to uh, I like to wake up early in the morning. I don't know why. I'm not good at it. It's not hikes. natural. Yeah, especially in the summer. I like to exercise early in the day because otherwise I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I look for any excuse not to exercise. So right. if I like, oh, I should do laundry again. Yeah. And so if I like if I w- oh I woke up at eleven. I don't have time to exercise now. <laughs> I have to be on stage at eight. Like what? But I'll find a way to waste all that sure. time doing nothing. Just not do it. So. I try to get up early. Uh, so I was always like a de facto night owl. Like I I also drank a lot up until about yeah. two years ago. So it was also kind of like nighttime gym wasn't really worried about what daytime gym had to deal with. Right. So I was a de facto. Like it was never like my intention to stay out all night. It was just what happened. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Um, so I yeah, it's, it's one of those things now where I like I try to control it. Like, But it, it's hard because after a show, the last thing you want to do is just – go be by yourself and do nothing, right? Like you've just had this range of emotions. Right. You want to think about it. Now I try to write after shows and everything. So I'm, I'm trying to find that, that balance. You, you don't think so? I, I can't, but I yeah. I love it. Really? I think That's if you're, the best thing to do. If you're in that creative mindset, I think it's a great time to at least look at what you just did and see if there's maybe some new angles to take or, tag or anything, right? I can't go and start a new premise now because it's like, do you have an idea who I was just now? <laughs> like even to myself, I <laughs> no, know. No, but I think, that, I think that that's all the great yeah, yeah. Uh, they do that. And sure. I, I just have no discipline to do that. As soon as I'm, especially if I'm driving home, the l- 
last thing I want to do is listen to my set. Oh, that that is a different story. Listening to it or watching it or whatever. Yep, none of that. I don't like that at all. I like to think about it. I'll go over in my mind what I thought happened, but I don't. Yeah, Yeah. I, I I I don't do that enough at all. Some people enjoy that. But I, you said something that to, to me, yeah, some people do. They're lunatics is what we call them. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the thing that interests me that you said you, the last thing you want to do is be alone. For me, after a show, I do want to be alone. I don't want to, I, I shouldn't say that. I'd be with friends, but I don't want to be with strangers. Oh boy. The I, last thing I want to do. Great point. It is it, it, like, I, it goes strangers the worst, then alone to me. And, and then like friends are the best option right. for sure. But strangers are far worse. Just than to alone. talk. Great point. hundred percent. Like unless they're strangers who weren't at the show. I don't mind that at all. I can go to another bar, sit down, grab a bite, yeah. to eat a cup of coffee where I'm nobody again. I don't love like being around people who are at, at the, the show. show right. I'm going to talk to you about it, <sighs> which is fine. But that's that goes back to the last thing I want to do is talk about what I just did. Hundred percent, right? Or just and think it's not about them. It. I love to say thank you to them, and and, and I'm so appreciative that you're there. Let's yeah. talk for a few minutes. But anything more than that, seventeen minutes. That's the top. <laughs> seems to kind of ruin it. Do you have like a stopwatch? Are you yeah. ready to go? I, 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 I go. It's been seventeen <laughs> beep, 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 minutes. Just walk out in the Everyone middle of out. a conversation. Are you buying shirts or not? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, I, I think you do hit a certain point where obviously you're appreciative after the show. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk to people. They want to talk to you about it. And that's great. I love talking about it. But then like when I hit the point where it's like, I can't yeah. talk about this anymore. And it's so funny because sometimes you meet interesting people and all they want to do is talk about comedy. I met these guys uh, recently who were F-16 Air Force fighters. Yeah. They showed me planes. I'm like, I want to talk about that. Right. Like, uh, he's like, you can come on the plane. I'm like, I can come on the plane. I, me. And <laughs> that's then, yeah, awesome. We get, he just takes two weeks clearance. I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to pass. I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> but they, everything kept coming back to me and coming. I'm like, what are you talking are you, about? Yeah. I just did dick jokes for like 20 minutes. But like, isn't that weird that like their, you know, yeah. their comedy is that right. Yeah. Like being a fighter pilot, like right. that's their Wednesday at the chuckle hut. You know, is there like they're training and everything? It's just such a weird well, thing. It it's, it's mundane to it them. It was Saturday. Jim. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. It was Saturday, it was, six o'clock at the Chuckle Hut. Um, early show, though, right? <laughs> no, it was late. <laughs> is there a Chuckle Hut? No. Okay. I'm not going to give someone answer. free advertising on Paul Farvar's <laughs> podcast. You got to pay have to for that. Cut the whole 12 minutes because I said Chuckle Hut. If you want to be, uh, if you want to be a sponsor, side splitter. Oh boy. That's where I was. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Good. But um, yeah, I, I I understand that. But you said. The last thing you want to be alone. I kind of like being alone after. I don't mind being alone, but I don't like, like, I guess I just don't want it to, I don't want to just like go home by myself and, and be like, or like go back to a hotel. Oh yeah. Sometimes and just be like, okay, now it's just done right away. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you want to decompress a little bit. So what I do do, on the road is I always make sure the hotel has a 24 hour gym and you work out. Wow. It's the best. I disagree. Because then you could sleep in and you feel like you've already accomplished. You know how you were like, oh, it's too late to wake up. You've already worked out. Is anyone else ever in there with you? No. Okay. It's the best. I kind of like that too. In like Plano, Texas. Yeah. Or wherever the hell you are. Okay. And no one's there. And then you see all the drunks coming in. Oh, wow. And they're like, who's this fucking And you're idiot? just judging all of them. No, like, they're judging me. They're like, But are you also guy? like, oh, I'm bettering myself, but go out there and have fun yeah. and be weirdos. They're probably doing more fun stuff. I huh? mean, probably. Yeah. That's crazy. Really? You do all hours of the night? All hours of the night. You do. You are very. Night owl. 
Like I'll get texts from you like one a.m. Just like <laughs> you up? Yeah, not quite. Let's let's <laughs> let's keep that clear. You get so mad. There's still a couple where I'm like, don't do that. Don't yeah. send that. Don't Some text words that. I can't say. I love doing that. I, too. Now I say, are you awake? Yes. Yeah, so awake? Hello, it is Paul. Just checking yeah, in, yeah, yeah. not being weird. No. Um, yeah, yeah, but like it'll be like two thirty in the morning, and you'll just be like, I want to have a conversation. I'm not that night owly all the time yet. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, well, I feel like you were, and then yeah, you yeah. stepped back. I was. Okay. I was. I was doing, I think, last summer, right? Like, or maybe yeah. two summers ago. It was kind of, uh, I think maybe two summers ago, kind of like height of the pandemic still. Right. Uh, like, or comedy we clubs just being open up. again. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had just quit your job. Yeah. To full-time comedy. That's true. I was That's out here best, a lot. That period, I remember the day I quit Oh uh, boy. my law firm. Sure. I went to Comedians You Should Know uh, on Wednesday for the first time, and I was like, I could just hang out. I don't even you just do this now. I don't have to like go home and Dude, go to sleep and this is my court. life now. Yeah, it was a different vibe. It just changes everything. Everything like it's no longer the thing you think about when you have enough time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now it's the thing that rules everything. Yeah. And that shift alone is huge for a comic. Like that's Absolutely. a great moment. It's like you get to like relax when you're out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good feeling. I feel like, I don't know, I inevitably, part of me feels like I'm moving towards being more of a night owl. I'm sleeping in a lot more. I'm staying What's up a lot later. Uh, I woke up at like 10 o'clock this morning today. Oh, God. That's nothing. Tuesday. What, are you kidding me? It's prime working hours. Uh, Gone. If I'm I didn't awake, have time to work out. I'd be on stage at 8. If I'm awake before 11.30, I feel like I've accomplished this so That's much. That's crazy. If it's an a.m.? Really? Oh, it's the best feeling. Really? Well, also... When was the last time you had McDonald's breakfast? Well, I liked when they had it 24 oh, hours yeah. for a while. That was amazing. Yeah. But it's been a while. I get it. But during that time when it was 24 hours, and my friend's wife was one of the people in charge of making that happen. No big deal. <laughs> Shout out to Molly. <laughs> Molly. Um, but yeah, why did they stop doing that? Uh, pandemic. Great question. So I... Uh, you know the McDonald's? <laughs> yeah, you know one the of research. my friends was char- in charge of shutting it down. So that's what... <laughs> My friend hates Molly. I don't know what the beef is there. Corporate, um, corporate politics. Yeah, not you know, a Molly fan. You know McDonald's corporate. You, you know how yeah. they get. Um, my, my friend is the Hamburglar, and they just <laughs> want to shut down any fun. <laughs> Molly, no. I think it was the pandemic. They like everyone just like cut back on all of the ingredients. You know what's funny? McDonald's also no longer has salads, but no one's ever mentioned that. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know that. The shaker salad? What uh, they was had that? those and they had like regular ones for a while too. But like, oh, I, didn't know that. I think when they took away all the stuff during the pandemic, you know, just to trim everything down, right? They took away breakfast. They took away salads and no one's ever been like, what the hell happened to salads? <laughs> but all day breakfast, breakfast, we're like, I can't get a steak, egg and cheese McGriddle at midnight. What the hell? I, I didn't know that they fully took it away until I thought it was just where I was in the city once. I'm like, oh, you guys don't even have that. Limited time just, menu. Yeah. I was like, oh, but now it's a new thing. So, or now it's a it's full gone. time gone. It's gone. Yeah. What are you going to do? But you, I mean, you don't get that joy during the day. No. That's, I think that's part of it for me. I like breakfast too much. Is that like, I, like, I love breakfast. So I just eat it anytime I want. <laughs> you are a rebel. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we went did. and got food last had, night. And that ruined my day. Of, I think that's part of it really? too. Like it just, you, you wake up, like it just ate at one o'clock in the morning. What's that all about? <laughs> I wake up this morning, just like, what the hell? Like I'm hungover from it's a unbelievable. It's, I quit drinking and I feel worse about the, my decisions when I'm late at night. I know. I'm like, dog, good. you had a milkshake after your omelet. <laughs> <laughs> we did. It was so good. <laughs> What's wrong with us? It was so good. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's, I, I, I feel like, um, staying up late. Oh, here's, I'm also very productive 
from the hours of 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, it is annoying the amount of emails that I get from Paul <laughs> no, in that sweet spot. I, I do, you do schedule those, a lot of I them. I schedule emails on Google so or on Gmail so that when I they, they get them at like 8.30, yeah. which now pisses me off because people think I'm awake and they call me. I'm like, no, oh, you, that you're, was scheduled. You're doing this to yourself. I know, I am. You're setting this so expectation. Now, I set it to I'm going to call you at 8 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> and be like, I won't answer. Damn it. I, it doesn't bother me. But- that way, when you do wake up at 1130, you've already got your instead of like sending out 10 emails, you've got a lot of it started responses and Man, your day has good. already started. That's good. And that way I didn't waste that time. And also your brain, that energy that you have after a show, you're 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 not going to fall asleep. You yeah. can use that in the business setting or whatever. You can do business emails or promotion that you have to do for upcoming shows or whatever. There's so much you can do that's productive that in the daytime you can't do. Yeah, and you don't need it to At be the daytime to do, right? right? Like you don't need it. Then that's true. God, I I think part of it's I live an hour away from the city, right? So if I'm out here doing shows, by the time you get home, you've already that energy's kind of zapped a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that's a big part of it. But you're right. I need to be more productive at night. But the driving Plus too. Then like, people just stop. Like they think you're unpredictable, and I like that. What do you mean? Like Jim's just sending. He's thinking about working this club at one o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, this guy's a gosh darn go getter. Let's bring well, him in. But sometimes those people are also night owls, like and then you get opportunities like that too. Fair. Like on the West Coast, they're like it's ten o'clock. Something in common here. I'm mm-hmm. up working also. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a, there's a lot of things Look too. At the, like, and then this is like an educational podcast. Yeah, that's, you, why, Paul. that's what we're doing here. Dr. Paul. We're, we're providing a service. That's what I do here. I mean, I did it with the dating world. I did it with the music mm-hmm. industry. Sure. And now I'm just doing it with people in general. I think I'm like Gary V. Okay. <laughs> Paul people F. are probably like, oh, that's a really good point, Paul. And then they look over and they're like, is that his t-shirt with 69 on it? <laughs> and we were taking this guy seriously three seconds ago. Do you know how many people see that shirt that they want to buy after a show? Like, oh. I can't wear it because of this. Do you get that sometimes? Yeah. Oh, that's so I'm like, funny. Oh, it's, it's benign. That's what you used to do to call people it's back. It's benign. It is. That's what you used to do. Star 69, you would call people, you call the number back. Oh, that is true. It's it's meta. <laughs> but it's still a 69 Paul, reference. Yeah, it's true. Of course. <laughs> it's amazing. I need to make them without the 69. You do have a lot of these, uh, you have a lot of old timey cell phones around mm-hmm, the set. Mm-hmm. Can I call it a set? Is this it a is studio? This is a studio. This We're out in the them? West Loop. Of Chicago, what a, it's beautiful. It's the uh, the the Better Call Paul Studios here. <laughs> Why are we at away? Lincoln? Can I give you the Can I give you the address away? No, in case people want to come up and watch out the window like they used to do at ESPN <laughs> Studios. We'll just open <laughs> this up. Out there, yeah, <laughs> they're just lined up out there. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> they do it on ABC News, <laughs> right. and there's people like waiting for that last two seconds to be on TV. It's just out there all oh. day. I get it if it's like Good Morning America at Rockefeller Center or something, but doing it for like the small time local TV shows is just ridiculous to me. But that, but when I was a kid, did you ever get interviewed when you were before you were a comedian? Like I got interviewed for like, what do you th- how do you think the Bears yeah. are going to do? Yeah, and I saved all those. I have them on a VHS player. Of all the- you're real. You send those out to bookers. <laughs> These are I was on NBC. <laughs> I was on ABC. I was on WCIU commercials. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, but that's the WC. <laughs> that was a callback to me. I got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, did you ever have those? Do you have clips of you like giving predictions on I do. whatever? Or I don't know if it was opinions? that, but like being asked about, yeah, they interviewed me on the news a couple times. One was for being like a young reader. <laughs> like, you were in a library? Like, yeah, it was like me reading a book at like three years old, <laughs> which last time I read a book, I feel like it was staged. <laughs> you don't read books. I don't, I barely know how. Yeah. 
I listen to books, books and even by the end, I'm like, okay, I get most of it. <laughs> I listen to a lot of biographies, but I don't finish them. So, I'm like, I know where they're at now. Like, I can just Google it. So, <laughs> so you were three years old. You're at the Glenbard, what yeah, is it? Glen, Glendale Heights Public Library. And uh, what channel was that? I, I mean, it was probably a WCIU affiliate. It was probably <laughs> you's got it. Rich Coase was much, like back to give me too much press. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay, so what was the next one you got? Uh, I don't even remember the other ones, but that's that's the big one. That's I know there were two. We also we went downtown. Uh, my parents took me downtown to like audition for commercials. At one point, did you do that? Not as a kid, no. What a, oh. an adult! <laughs> it's an adult. Your parents take you down there to audition for commercials. <laughs> have them. <laughs> Good luck, Paul. We love me you my very Rust much. Oleum commercial <laughs> audition. Yeah, that's awesome. No, um, which I think is the biggest scam in the world. You know what I mean? Someone's like, "Oh, your kid's adorable. They should be in commercials." You got to do all these. Go to our photography. Six thousand. Yep. You pay eleven hundred dollars. You go down there. It's all a scam. And I was like, I was terrified. I like there was my parents wasted the money. I didn't like want to. You know, I, well, I was camera shy. I, nothing. Someone told them <laughs> that I should do this. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. And then I got down there and I'm like, what am I doing here? You know, I didn't like know the name of the products or anything we're supposed to be talking about. It was terrible. So that didn't So no out. acting career. Yeah, no. And since then, I've maintained that level of acting success. Okay. Well, I mean, this is this is your next clip. You can be. Uh, I'm pretty excited. This is, this is another credit you can add to your WCIU. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I saw you on the TV show with the 69 in the background. <laughs> oh yeah, it's my favorite. Episode, episode 69 of uh, Why Are You Awake? <laughs> um, okay, so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. you you did have the life of a corporate world, and you were doing comedy. Are there positives to now having to, other than having not having to wake up? Are there other positives that you have of having a life, a nightlife, and having a job in the night versus the night- day? Yeah. Yeah. What are the advantages? I love it. There are certain things like if it weren't for the late eating, late eating is awesome. Like, I mean, it's the most fun thing, though, but also just it's like not bad for you if you don't eat early when you wake up. Yeah, see, that's thing. the other problem. And I like to wake up early. Have we not covered Do you this? Eat, you have to, you're hungry no, when you wake that, up? I mean, not, right, not after we eat at one o'clock in the morning. See, it's, 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 not that, <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. You're right. And it, it's not the worst. But I mean, it's, it's intermittent fasting. It is if you're, if you're sticking with it, though. Mm-hmm. It, um, but no, I mean, like just the idea of no one really being there. You know what I mean? You get to go to like diners and they're pretty empty and yeah. no one cares if you hang out for a while. Right. You know, I love that stuff. I love driving to and leaving the city at a no reasonable traffic, hour. Right. Right. I mean, sometimes they, they mess with us at night, though, and they just like yeah, just bring everything down to one lane and, and not tell anyone at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. This and an extra hour that. and a half for nothing. Um, but a lot of things like that. Yeah, I don't know. I was talking to, uh, uh, you know, Tim Cavanaugh, Tim Cavanaugh. Tim Cavanaugh, of course. I really did. funny. Comedy. Very funny. Comedian. He and his wife have like completely transitioned to night owls. Like, you know, they do. They just she comes with them to shows. Oh, wow. And like they just stay up all night. They sleep all day. And she's like, everything we need to do, we can do. It's easier. You go grocery shopping. No one's around. Yeah. You know, they're like, I got a lot harder during the pandemic for a while. Right. Because everything was shutting down early. But now that things are reopening again, it's like you just live this alternate life where there's no one to bother you. And that's pretty great. Yeah. And I think it is better before the pandemic. It was a lot better. Because a lot of things are still not fully hours. Sure. Like Pop Bellies now is closes at nine. I used to close at ten. You're telling me, brother? Yeah, a lot of things are annoying. But before I used to go grocery shopping late Man. at night. It was the best. No lines. 
you'd run into like the coolest people. I saw Billy the Corgan at Jewel. Yeah. Really? There's a lot of cool things. You yeah, yeah. I love that part of it. I do. There, I mean, that stuff's great, right? I and like everyone's driving nicer at night. too. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, you too. Like you get like a head nod. We're in the same boat. Like, oh, you're getting some ramen noodles late at night. Yeah. Same. I like that. Yeah, I mean those are those are great advantages. Thousand revenues were twenty cents. Now oh. they're like thirty-five. Just I think so you know. almost doubling, huh? Almost double. That's pretty. It's kind of brutal. Pretty aggressive inflation. Well, that's what happens. Type Thanks, of hiring Obama. topics we talk about here on yeah. Why Are You Awake with Jim Flanagan, host Paul Barber. <laughs> I think. Um, oh, that's great about Tim. I need to talk to. I need to get him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just here to recommend other guests who would be <laughs> who better at this than me. Yeah. <laughs> For the rest of the show, just tell us who really. else is. I'll tell you who'd be good at answering that question. Michael Palasek. He's a start owl. naming other people who He's stay a up night at night. for sure. It's a great. <laughs> the in overnight fact, DJ in Rockford. I don't know who that is, but it'd be great. Him and I were the ones that were talking about doing this podcast originally, but he lives in Los Angeles. He so. sure does. He's very popular and very important. And very important is a little bigger than too big for uh, too big for this little WCIU podcast. I get it. I get it. Um, I hope they're a sponsor. What are the negatives for you that you've noticed? Because I mean, obviously, you had the be- you had the, the other side of the yeah yeah spectrum. I feel like the negatives aren't about the daytime part. It's just like not having health insurance, things like that. <laughs> no, no, that's I'm a good about thing. Being of, late I know, I know, I know. I'm saying about the job part. I guess that's this good. This is just about comedy. If I'm not awake during the day, I can't go to a doctor. So that's a good thing about being True. a night owl, right? <laughs> or get injured because there's less people to <laughs> run into. So few people but to if hit you me have with a heart attack. Car. No one will see you. Well, this is going to happen either way. I live alone. That's, what, um, that's true. Do you think more night owls are loners too? Do you think there's a connection there? I think I think so. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I think that the creatives aren't obviously. Yeah. But it's hard to be a night owl and not have multiple vices that are some of our negative. You oh, know, man. ours happen to be food and milkshakes. Sure. It's not a bad thing. And I've gone through several others before settling on food and Absolutely. milkshakes as the final oh, two. Yeah. I was see for me like even as a kid, I remember when I was a kid, I was a night owl. Like I would stay up till. The beginning of the Tonight Show when Johnny okay. Carson, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my parents let me watch the monologue, and then I get to go to sleep. That was like when you're in fifth grade, yeah, which is late. Ten forty-five is Man. late for a kid. And I would wake up late the next day, and then like, come, I let you watch Carson, and you're yeah. gonna do this to me. I was so always tired, and then I remember as I got older, I would watch. I would stay up late at night and watch TV uh, reruns, the ten thirty to eleven slot, and then I would be so tired in the morning. Man. And then uh, I would take naps in the afternoon when I came back from school yeah. sometimes. And it would rinse and repeat. Same thing. Um, when I got to college, I wouldn't take any classes ever before 11. Really? That's I was awesome. like, oh, psychology. Too bad. It's a 930. Ah. I wouldn't take them because I knew I wouldn't I wouldn't go. See, I didn't sign up early enough for that. I had to take a lot of 8 a.m. classes. Oh. And it was because I was like late to sign up. But I hated time, it so much. By the time I was a senior in college, I was working at a bar. So... I was full night owl. I was, I was coming home at. I mean, I was going to bed when the lights was coming up. Sure. I just remember I couldn't even make it to eleven o'clock classes. I was like, <laughs> like I can't do this. I already, I already had enough credits like, to be awake. Graduate, so I was like, fuck it. I don't need, I don't need to graduate in another major. Good for you, buddy. It was three, three. Like, cred- I'm not gonna do this all the way. Three credits. All I needed was for just to get <laughs> one speech class. communication with distinction. And I and I couldn't go to that class. I couldn't make it. I, I dropped it. I was like, "Fuck it! I don't want to get a C." That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to get a C, so you dropped the class. Yeah, I was I was a good student. No big deal. Okay. But um, yeah, so I was always a night owl. And then 
when I had to wake up as a in the career world when I yeah. was a, a lawyer, it's really hard for me. Like, did you have to wake up that early, like, and be at the office at eight or nine or whatever every day, or just on days you had court? I had to go. I would go straight to court if it was nine nine thirty where the courts. I would always, I would always ask for a later slot. Okay. So you can sometimes be like, oh, I can't make that judge. Can especially if I had to go to Wheaton Courthouse, mm-hmm. which is a two hour drive in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. So if it was a nine a.m. court. I would say, hey, is there a room for the 11? Then if it was 9 o'clock, those days I'd have to wake up early. And what I would do is, uh, so I'd go to bed at 1, 2 back then even. Really just fall asleep early. Go to sleep at 1 or 2 a.m. That was like my norm. Mm -hmm. Or 1 if I was lucky. I'd wake up at, I'd have to leave here by 7 to get there at 9. Okay. I'd have my assistant call the judge, say I'm running late because I always was late. And they always knew. And, um... After court, I would go take a nap at my parents' house Man. before I went back downtown because I was so tired. Now, did they? Did the judges know you? Like, did they know you were in mm-hmm. bands and a comedian? They knew that. Uh, yeah, most of the judges were pretty cool. Well, I wasn't. Did a that comedian ever bother yet. them? Like, oh, Paul, uh, glad you could make it. I heard you were at the Chuckle Hut till one thirty <laughs> this morning. A, I was a musician at the time. You're still not a real club. Um, they knew that I had a different life, and some judges were assholes about it. Okay. When I was a comedian, towards the end, they were cool about it but, really uh, yeah some of them are really cool in fact some of them yeah like when i stopped when i when i was on my own and practicing less and less they were like I'd, I'd see them at the cups games and they were like oh my god remember you are you really doing comedy because they were doing articles about me by that time oh in, sure in the, in the papers in not the w, legal community not wci it, but quality, the legal but briefs legal, yeah that'd be cool if that was like a uh legal briefs that'd be cool if that was like a uh a, a, a magazine like a legal like, briefs like lawyer porn legal briefs <laughs> just like lingerie models uh, I gotta legal check briefs. My briefs and then it just goes oh they're here <laughs> yeah. that's like a porn i don't know that's good um what's crazy what about um wait a minute you'd be late to court all the time would your clients be pissed no, because they're court hearings. Mm, so they're not there. They're not there. Um, I wasn't. If it was in the afternoon, I was never sure. Late. It was just mornings. I was late to customers' offices constantly. Really? A lot of times it was because of comedy and going out late at night. But yeah. again, it was never the plan. I like 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 there were nights I'd go out and gamble all night or go out and drink all night and mm-hmm. then go straight to work in the morning. But I didn't. It wasn't a night owl thing. It was more of like a just a party. Saying it just yes never ended anything. thing, yeah. right? Yeah, type of thing. But you weren't um, tired, so that's your no. That's a night yeah, absolutely. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. I yeah. just always fought it. You know what I'm saying? It right. was always like the 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 balance of the two things. Um, yeah, I was late to customer appointments a lot. A lot. Uh, Luca's cousin was one of my customers. Uh, a good Luca friend Farrow. of ours, Luca Farrow, yeah. a very funny comedian, and. Uh, uh, she told him a story recently at where uh, I was like late to an appointment of theirs and I, uh, I had gotten a flat tire. I remember it very vividly once she told the story to them. Um, but she was like, and uh, he took a picture of him like changing the tire as so we would so. believe it as opposed to all the other times where he was just late. <laughs> You're like, no, this time. I know, I know. And it was like, oh, it totally did invalidate every other yeah. thing I ever told her by the one time I was like, see, this is real. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's I, so true. I was so, I mean, a couple of times I got reprimanded. They're like, you know, we noticed that last time it happened. Maybe you should just leave a little early. I'm like, well, you don't understand. I'm coming sure. from Chicago. <laughs> like, so is everybody else, you know? Really? Yeah, a couple of times I got reprimanded, but my my assistant always knew that I was going to be late. Okay. So I'd call. And then. Would the assistant be there on time? She'd be at the office, oh, yes. Yeah. You've got to have a good assistant. Yeah, she, the assistant's got to be. She on was time. awesome. And, and not only that, but like, 
she knew if I had shows towards the end when I was doing comedy, she would email me the judges clerks like in case you want to call them directly. Because it sounds better for itself. Sure. If I call myself. I can be like, I, I can tell them exactly where I'm at. Sure. So she was on top of it. And oh, it that's was, great. Yeah. But now I'm still late for everything. Yeah. Too. So like, what do you do when you have like auditions and stuff in the morning? Do you just like? I'm pretty good about shows and auditions. Uh, everything else, I'm always late. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I just don't plan. I don't plan. Yeah, Especially mornings are hard for me. Or, or yeah. I mean, I guess I'm always late for everything. I've gotten I'm, better at it. And I think with shows, I'm always pretty good about. Well, here's the thing. They always ask us to be there way earlier than, way we, earlier need than we need to be. Or the opposite happens where it's like the one time you're cutting it close. They start everything right on time. Yeah. Right? Like it just the, it's the, okay, we're going. Yep. Oh, everyone went short. One, one or two times where I had to like run. Really? Yeah. Only in my, and of over 12 years. It's not bad. It's not but bad at all. I've had a couple this month. <laughs> I am really? like, oh man, I had one rose my, just like 20 minutes from me. Just terrible traffic. It took like an extra hour. So I'm just like texting them pictures every 10 minutes again, yeah. <laughs> invalidating all of my previous excuses. I gotta stop that. I think that they, um, I think they trust me at most of these places that know me. I don't do it at places. Well, I shouldn't say it's not like I intentionally do it, but like tonight I had Laugh Factory shows at seven thirty. I'm like towards the end. Okay, no one's gonna. I think even in the email where they send now, they're like just make sure you're there ten minutes before your set, and that I'm like I'll be there. Seems by pretty eight. easy. Yeah, yeah. But but Zany's is a little tougher because. They like to have you there before the show starts. It's different than a showcase room, right? Like a showcase 100%. room, I think you get like a little more leeway of like you might be bouncing around doing a few spots. Yeah. I think some of these clubs, even if you're hosting or middling at a headliner club, they're like, well, we're kind of renting you for the night. They more, you know what I mean? They like it feels more like night. that than like versus. Which makes sense. But like, yeah. I think that if it's like, okay, I'm running, I'll be there. At, the show's at eight. I'll be there at eight. And I text the host and be like, hey. Just say this, and it's like I think that's that's yeah. Fair. I think I don't okay. do it every time, but sure, every once in a while. Those but it things used happen. to be at Rosemont, they'd wanted you there thirty minutes before the show. I was like, come on. I think that's standard, right? No, I think it's like fifteen minutes. Really? Only time I get texts from clubs when I'm running late is this after I've hit the t- if when it's ten minutes before the show. Like okay. Sunday, I was late to a show oh in Florida, and he goes, "Hey, are you on your way?" I was like, "Yep, I'll be there." At, and I was I was middling, sure. So it didn't matter, and he was totally cool. And the yeah, show yeah, yeah. never starts on time at that club. Okay, but I was like, I'll be there by eight, and and sure as shit, I was there right before eight, like seven fifty eight, running in. And the show didn't start till eight. Man, anyway. that's the worst. So now I'm waiting around anyway. That's but. the worst. I love the ones that are like, uh, all right, get here at seven. The show's at eight. You're on after the intermission. I'm like, well, why don't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Can I just go? Can, can, can I just I get there at the intermission later? time? Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the cons for me. What about personal yeah, life? Yeah, that's a good how question. Does, oh, how man. does that... So that's... That's the, real tough. This is going back to the podcast days of singles only. But I cannot... Uh, if you go on the dating apps now, I don't mm-hmm. even bother because you are you have to re-explain all this shit. Like, hey, how about Thursday? I'm like... Okay, so here's what you need to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not available from seven to ten. Yep. Pretty much every fucking yep. night. Yep. I can go to dinner with you at five or I can go with you at ten. Hundred percent. 
10 o'clock is so late for some people. Yeah. I mean, if they have normal, you know, daytime hours, right? Bankers hours yeah. and working hours. Yeah. It's terrible for They're them. Dating a lot of They're bankers, not going to I do <laughs> a lot of bankers. I like a briefcase, you know, I like a gal with a briefcase and I, uh, no, I, uh, I, I think, but they you don't know, have briefcases. I, they might, you don't know that they got a big satchel of money. Don't they? That's, that will be a satchel, not a briefcase. Okay, let's not get into. We're semantics. nothing if we're not consistent here. Well, we're, we're not consistent here. We're, this is episode number question mark. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I think it is really difficult, and like just for communication. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lady I'm seeing, she'll be like, "How's your day?" And I'm like, "It's starting." Like, it, like you're. I know right. you're, and it sucks because. She's like, oh, I'm winding down. I'd love to talk, I'm yeah. sure. And I'm like, Ooh, I am getting ready to go on stage in 10 minutes. I don't and then I got to watch about... the headliner. And then I got, yeah. Right. I don't want to be like, TV shows are weird. Like, I don't want to, I'm going to do that up there in front of, and it's not their fault. Like, it's no. not something you can, you, you want to, you know, blame them for. Like, it's not them at all. Right. Yeah. What about, what about your, God, there's like bugs in here. There's bugs in here. I wasn't going to mention it, but the camera's. I bought up. a plant yesterday from Home mm-hmm. Depot and it came with bugs. That's why I was I've been here a while. Fruit flies? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of lights on here. I That's think. very true. Um, what about your friend, your non-comedian Man. friends? Like, I, I miss out on so oh. many things. I really, I think my friends do a pretty good job of understanding that I'm making Absolutely. an effort, right? Like, I think that's a thing. Like, being friends with people who are night owls is not an easy thing. And, it, like, everything. It's tougher to find a time to call people. Yeah. Like, I don't want to call people when it's too late. I don't want to call people when they're awake and they might answer. Like, it's a very difficult... <laughs> I got to try that. It's a good bit. I, uh, <laughs> you don't have bits on this thing? I didn't even mean to. Okay. That's just funny. Um but no, like I, I, I think it, it, it definitely yeah. makes all those things. Like I went to a buddy's, um, you know, birthday party the other day and they're like, we're starting early. We're starting at five. And I was like, awesome. I can be there for 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, and they were really happy with the effort. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it was really great to see them, but it's like, you know, you just don't get those opportunities very often to be able to go. Right. You miss out on a lot of stuff. You really do. Family, friends, like, it, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult piece of it. Because we're some, working it now. Yeah. Sometimes it works to your benefit. Oh, like boy, I went it. to my high school reunion and uh, I only got to go for the first 15 minutes. Man. And then I got to come back at the end where everyone was shit canned. I missed all the. That's I a missed nice some of the good part, end. Yeah, yeah. But I also missed all the stuff, all the people that I didn't want to probably talk to. That is the secret. And I got to get credit for showing up. It was Twice like a win-win. Even. Yeah. You're I came back. back. And then by the time I came what a back. Hero. I Yeah, I missed out on. All the I got to just hang out with the people that you want to see because they're it goes siphons off into smaller groups. Yeah, but anyway, there's benefits. Great. Yeah, that's but true. Yeah, but with friends, it's a lot. It's a lot harder. It is because I'm like they're like, hey, what are, what are you doing Friday? I'm like, I can meet you guys after. Yeah, yeah. I have two shows or whatever, yeah. but and sometimes that sucks too, right? Yeah. Like like if you meet up with people who you love seeing. But they're in a different mind state than right. you at 1 a.m. on Saturday by the time you get out there. Yeah. You're just like, I got off work and they're mid partying. And you're just like, oh, we're not. Yeah. We're not in the same place. Especially right when now. you're sober now, too. Yeah. Like, like I am, too. And it's just like, oh, do I want to even. It, yeah. Just like, do I. Yeah. And they've done it for to, me so many yeah. times, but they were drunk, too. So yeah. that's a big difference. It's hard. It's a hard. It's a hard world we've decided. It really. It, yeah. That's, that's what this podcast is about. The struggles that we have, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> How everyone's so against us. Why are you guys against us? We're just trying to make people laugh. I do love like a like a city like Las Vegas where 
you can literally do everything for 24 Anytime. hours. And, and that's York, what's incredible. Yeah. Like in New York too. But like Vegas has a, uh, a, a really fancy steakhouse that is like a happy hour from 2 to 4 a.m. And it's the Where? coolest thing. It's called Herbs and Rye. Right. Um, it's really wow. great. It's off strip. Uh, use my promo code. <laughs> <laughs> use my promo code. Uh, star 69. Um, for Americana has a late night breakfast place there too. In really? The, uh, in the... Uh, Paris. How great is that? Yeah, it's across from MGM. I love the idea. That there's like a you know maitre d at this place at like three thirty in the morning. You can you know what I mean. You yeah. can be in there and just order in a, a nice ribeye. I love it. That's is awesome. it on the strip? No, it's off the strip. Oh, yeah. It's, See, like the, uh, the ribeye or the. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> real dumb. I got it. Yeah, it's bad. It's Thank like your you. bowling show. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, like I love cities like that where you can just like, because th- th- there are things that are certainly a, a downside here, right? Yeah. Like, like even in a city as great as Chicago, like you're not going to get a haircut or like go to the bank if you have to like sign paperwork. But yeah. in Vegas, you could do those things right. at two 30 in the morning. Yeah. Cause That's most people crazy. are doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. It is different there. I think that, I think, it, and it's great cause there are so many entertainers in Vegas too, which is why a lot of comedians are going there, I guess. Yeah. Um, but like it was funny, we went to get breakfast, me and a couple of comedians, and then we we see the other comedians from the other show. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh hell, let's all we pull up all the tables. One big and, breakfast. And it was so fun. We're all just hanging out and it's telling stories, just listening to like these veterans tell these awesome. I love hearing stuff from the old days. Of yeah, comedy. me too. So it was like so cool. Um, but like here in Chicago, you don't see that as much anymore. I feel like before the pandemic, you'd go to. A like diner. A, a diner, you'd run into other comedians. Yeah. Stuff, but like now, it's it's just not the same. I feel like it's moving in that direction, right? Moving like I think we're starting it? to get a little okay, more good. so there. I hope so, yeah. I think more people are hanging out because that's the other thing. Like, I don't know. In what we do, there is a lo- like there's a solitude to it, is yeah. a good way to put it. But at night with other comedians, like the camaraderie, it, yeah. it's just, you know, th- th- there's there's a lot to be, there's collaboration, right? Like there's the opportunity for that. And, yeah. and more people being night owls in our business, like, there's just this this i guess it's just there's a continuity that you have by doing the same thing and being the same things and it just really brings you together and it, and it makes it easier to to you know work with each other riff off of things like that you know and just have those moments at night you're not going to well, do that at 11 shows, o'clock right. in the morning you know what i'm saying and you're not going to do it before a show either because yeah. you're thinking about your show so correct after the show is like for us it's like after work right because we're I'm always like, hey, if you're not, if you're a night owl, if I, if I'm gonna match with someone on a podcast sure. or on a dating app, I'll be like, hey, if you're a night owl, ten o'clock works the best for me because then I could focus on talking, meeting you. That's it. But at five thirty, if we go to dinner at five or five thirty before the show, in my head, I'm like, okay, I've got thirty minutes before I gotta start thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be late for the show again. What time do I gotta leave again? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. All those things. My so, set list. Yeah, yeah, but after the show, and that's why having other comedians around, having other night owls or creatives, it just puts you in that right state of mind so where have you had the most success with dating like like what type like bankers like <laughs> no like uh no like like um people that are servers, night owls i think like food service like like is there are there certain careers you find with night owls i think i i think that um creatives other creatives yeah. people who are uh ceos of their own companies yeah that's always the way to go absolutely I was dating one of those where they have they can, they'll be like, Oh, I don't have a meeting until 1230. I'll just, I can hang out with you. And you're like, hell yeah, we'll go do get food and do whatever, like just chill. That's great. That's it. But no, I haven't really had any success. I'm also in a place now where I'm just like, I have so much shit. I don't have time to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to, I'm tired of explaining. Oh boy. The, 
nuances of who I am yeah. now. Because they're like, also yes, I do make money doing stand-up comedy. Like, like not even the night owl part, but like the other yeah. things you're already explaining. And right. Then that like, added into wanna, it. I don't want to deal with having to explain all that stuff. And then the same thing with my friends too, like that are non-comedians. Because it's like I do like hanging out with them, but it's like okay, you don't understand. Like this is what I'm dealing with right 100%. now. Hundred percent. Like I can't explain to them how angry I am because the algorithm hates me right oh, now. Oh boy. But I can talk Did to. You just have one pop off. Whatever. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> Well, it's all, and then it's so fucking, that's a whole nother thing where now that's all we're talking about instead of like hanging out. Um, and I, and, uh, yeah, I was just at Laugh Factory and the other comedians were like, oh man, my, this is all screwed up. Like it's, we're all in the same, we're all in this insane. together and we're all against each other. It's like yeah. such a fucked up situation. It really is. But I think that's always been comedy. Not think, to make this all about that, but like. You think, you think, uh, Greg Giraldo and, and, uh. <laughs> okay, fair and enough. Dave Attell, we're talking about the, the algorithm. algorithm. No, but I think there's always been like, uh, we're all sales. this together and we're all against each other. Like by nature, what we do, we have to compare ourselves to other people, right? Like to yeah. who's getting bigger laughs. Like it's how you know how good you are. So I think there's always been that dichotomy, but not with the algorithm. Thank <laughs> you for Instagram, clarifying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's a big thing. And it's, 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 it's takes away from the, the art. Art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This art of... Man, I love complaining about it taking away from the art when it's not helping me out. That's why I do that. I'm just like, (laughs) you're ruining the art of my dick jokes. That's so creative what we do. (laughs) Until the the algorithm works for me and I'm like, art smart, let's go. And and what about after shows where... The other thing about it is too is no one understands other than other comedians is like when you bomb or you have bad shows, you don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to a lot of people then. Sometimes I want to talk to somebody, but not someone who was at the show and maybe not even about the show. Right. Just about any, like sometimes just like, just tell me a story about something I don't have to <laughs> yeah. think about. Why My stomach it? hurts because right. I did so bad at comedy. Just talk about anything right. else. Yeah. But then when you have a great show or an average show, you're like, oh, okay. I can Let's, I'm king of the world. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to talk to me? I'm the most tonight. interesting guy on the planet. It was pretty a, great. It was pretty tonight. great. Yeah. yeah, it was really fun. And uh, it's one of those you leave on a high. Yeah, it's kind of weird, too, because I was working with my buddy, uh, comedian, uh, comedic magician, Eric Eaton, and, and DJ Ribsky was hosting. Um, and I kind of ran out of there to do this, which was I'm happy to do. I'm ha- very happy to be here. Um, but it's also like it's weird because like every few days you're oh, like we supposed to say we're happy you're here too. No, 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 okay, no. Just sure. uh, no, no, no. That's not every couple days. Sorry, go ahead. Every couple days, like you're also saying goodbye to your friends. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like so, after it was like a great show and like three night, great nights of working together, and it's just like, all right, see you later, bye. We'll do this again sometime yeah. down the line. You know, especially when you're on the road too, or you're doing like Eric, you probably won't yeah. see him for another yeah. six months or a year. Right. This time I'm lucky enough I'm gonna be seeing him in Nashville. But I mean, but for the most part, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it works, and it's so it's like. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's fun and it's it's great, but there's still always like the. It's weird that you're gonna see each other, and then but you're not gonna see them for a long time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And, and sometimes like there are friends where you will see them three or four times over the course of a year in just random cities and random places, right. and then you won't see them for nine years. But someone's like Paul Farber, I'll be like, oh, one of my best friends. Yeah, yeah I haven't see seen him other. in nine years, <laughs> but every time we're in the same city, yeah. we we hang out. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing about what we do. It's it's a why are we doing this? <laughs> it's a great question. You should change the title of this. Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Why are you, why are we awake? Why well, are you awake? Well, we did we did answer those questions as to why we are awake. I think so. Did I? I'm sorry. I hope I wasn't too evasive on those. I like to not answer questions. <laughs> no, you were much more less evasive than you were on the podcast for singles only. I had a boy, Jim. 
Just you just as you don't talk about your personal it. life, you seem okay. What personal life? So why are you single, Jim? All right, <laughs> this is all employed again. <laughs> what if it was it just like suddenly changed. that shirt falls down? It's a singles only T-shirt. That singles only podcast like, thing on the wall. No. <laughs> Jim, where can people find out more about you and your struggles of being a night owl? I would really love it if they followed me on Instagram. <laughs> I think and that, like your and, and, uh, and like all my reels and, and put them on the notifications. Yeah, and and you know hit save, put them to your favorites too. Don't be stingy. Give all those and your notifications. And your notifications so, so they can get, ding. So when ding. there's new Jim Flanagan content, babe, let's go look at it. You heard it here uh, first. Yeah. What Jim is Flanagan dot com for uh, uh, shows and stuff and website uh, at on. Jimmy Flan. If you want to follow me on Jimmy the Flan. internet, Jimmy Flan at Jimmy Flan at Jimmy Flan on Instagrams. Thanks, Jim. Paul, where can they find you? They know. Are you going to do the intro and outro without me? No, I don't think so. Okay. What are you, oh, I'll be... Oh, yeah, maybe I should probably do that. Eh, I, don't I don't know when this is going to air. This is Jim. Listen, you'll be able to see Paul next week at the... <laughs> I don't even know where. That'd be cool. The Chuckle Hut. At the Chuckle Hut. WCIU's <laughs> Chuckle Hut runs. Thank you, Jim, for doing the podcast, and thank you all for listening to another... Or watching. God, it's so, Unbelievable. so used to saying listening. I can't believe you're watching. Watch uh, why are you awake? That's it. 